Welcome to Master Your Relationship Mind Drama. Teaching you how to manage your mind so that you can create relationships you love. And now, here's your host, certified relationship coach and expert in all things love, friendship and mind drama, Rebecca Orr. Hi everyone. I wanted to talk today about a topic that's recently come up for quite a few of my clients, um, both in my one-on-one sessions and my group coaching program. And that's the topic of trust. Trust is a very loaded word when it comes to relationships. We talk about the importance of having trust, saying things like, they need to earn my trust and they broke my trust. But today I wanted to talk about trust in a way that might be different to how you're used to thinking about it. You could probably describe trust as both an emotion or as a combination of thoughts that create an emotion in your body. But either way, however you want to think about it, it results in the creation of an emotion, a feeling in your body. So as you know, if you've listened to the first two episodes, if you haven't, head back and listen emotions are created by our thoughts. This means that we are the ones that create our feelings of trust, not the other person. So I want to say that again. We are the ones that create our feelings of trust in our body, not the other person. And when we say we trust someone, what we tend to actually mean is, I believe that how I've predicted you'll behave, perhaps being faithful, is in fact how you're going to behave. So when we believe that, we feel the emotion of trust. And trust feels good. Feeling trusting feels so much better than creating distrust or anxiety. Also things created by your brain. (laughs) But whether you choose trust, whether you choose to trust somebody or not, as in whether you choose to create feelings of trust in your body or not, It actually has no control on whether they behave in the way you'd like them to or not. It has zero impact on whether they choose to stay faithful, respectful, or whatever it is that you're trusting them to do. There are plenty of people out there in relationships not trusting their partners, and their partners are actually being faithful and respectful to them. And there are plenty of people on the other side of that who are trusting their partners 100% and their partners are actually being unfaithful to them and lying to them. What you really mean by can I trust them is am I certain that they won't cheat on me or lie to me? Or can I trust them to do what I want them to do? And the simple answer to that question is no, you can't be certain. Now I'm not saying that because I'm psychic and I've foreseen your partners next night out. But because if you're in a relationship with a human being, that means they have free will and can choose to cheat or leave at any time. You can make an educated guess based on what you know of the person and believe the best in them, but people can surprise us all the time. And an uncomfortable fact of human relationships is people can do things you never thought they would do. So you cannot be certain of how another human being is going to behave, ever. We often think by choosing to not trust someone, we're somehow protecting ourselves from something. So if we're in a relationship and we don't trust them and we feel anxious and worried every day, 
somehow that's going to protect us if one day they do choose to cheat or leave. But that kind of thinking doesn't actually make any sense. Whether you choose to feel calm and trusting and enjoy your relationship now does not change or impact what might happen in the future. You could feel anxious and worried and then deal with that future situation if or when it happens, or you could feel calm and secure and then deal with that situation if and when it happens. Either way, you'd still have to deal with the situation if it arose. I also see my clients beating themselves up a lot for not predicting their partner's behaviour, as if they're supposed to be mind readers that see things before they've even happened. So for those of you that relate to that, let me say this very clearly. You are not psychic and you are not stupid for believing something somebody told you. And you are not an idiot for not predicting or guessing or uncovering something sooner than you did. When we believe this, what we're basically saying is we should have been on edge 24-7, second-guessing everything and distrusting every word that comes out of our partner's mouths, which, to be honest, does not sound like a fun experience in, in a relationship. You're not supposed to be able to predict or uncover situations. You are not a spy or a secret agent. Your only job is to respond to each circumstance as it's revealed to you. So I'm going to say that again. Your only job is to respond to each circumstance as and when it's revealed to you. And calling yourself stupid or an idiot is just heaping a lot of unnecessary suffering onto yourself, which you really do not want or need. Remember, if you are in a relationship with a human, accepting that they have free will and can choose to behave in any way they want is a tough pill to swallow, but an important one. And deciding on purpose what you make that mean about you is the only thing under your control. Now, some of you might be listening and saying, oh, so if they're clearly hiding messages or lying to us, we should just blindly believe and trust them then. And of course not. That's not what I'm saying. In one of my previous episodes, we talked about the differences between facts and thoughts and really separating them out. And in the same way here, you can look at the neutral facts of somebody's behavior and make decisions about whether this is somebody you want to build a relationship with or not. For example, if your partner has a habit of messaging other girls behind your back and hiding the messages from you, you want to look at the facts of that for what they are and make a decision about how you want to respond that feels good to you. If this is something that has happened multiple times and it appears to be a pattern of the person, maybe asking yourself, is this the kind of behavior I want to have in my relationship? Each situation is unique and there is no right or wrong way to respond. Understanding the facts and then deciding how you want to move forward is something only you can decide. But whatever they've done or not done in the past, the truth is still the same. We do not know how they may or may not act in the future. So many of my clients have been cheated on in the past and so struggle to trust their current partners when the facts in this new current relationship are that this person says they want to be with them and commit to them and are are acting in ways that align with that. And by constantly trying to predict if that might change or if the person is going to cheat on them in the future, they completely destroy the enjoyment of the relationship in the present. So instead of asking yourself, can I trust them? 
Because again, what you really mean when you ask that is, can I be 100% certain that they'll never cheat or leave or do something I don't like? To which the answer is no, you can't be 100% certain of anything. Instead, ask yourself this, how can I trust myself? How can you trust that you can handle any circumstance that life throws at you in the future? Building trust that you can deal with any future negative emotion, that you will decide with intention what you make that behavior mean about you and have your own back. That is the kind of trust we want to be building, self-trust. Trust that while life and relationships are uncertain, we are solid in our relationship with ourselves. So consider now perhaps a situation in the past where someone broke your trust, or if it hasn't happened before, imagine if it were to happen in the future. How did you, or how might you be likely to, respond to yourself in that situation? What did you, or would you, make it mean about you? Did you make it mean there was something wrong with you, that you weren't good enough in some way? If it were to happen in the future, would you make it mean that you're an idiot or not attractive enough or not lovable enough? If your answers to these questions are pretty shitty and unkind thoughts, this is where your work begins. Because if you know that you're going to make whether they choose to stay faithful or not mean something about your worth and value, it's no wonder you're terrified of what they'll choose. Your entire sense of self-worth and value is rising on it. But if you are able to believe that you are good enough and valuable, regardless of what they choose, you would be less scared and there would be less need to be so vigilant. So many of us believe that if if we're good enough, that they won't ever cheat. And we make them cheating a reflection of how not good enough we were. But that makes absolutely zero sense and is a very common thought error. You are not the cause of anybody's behavior. And how kind, amazing, or valuable you are has zero impact on their choices. Because you know what does? Their own brain. There are plenty of amazing people around the world getting cheated on. And there are plenty of unkind, unloving people with very devoted partners and spouses. What creates your partner's choice to stay faithful is their own brain. Their thought in that moment, their thoughts about honesty and loyalty, their thoughts about you, about themselves, about the relationship. Either way, it's all their own thoughts. And their thoughts are not a reflection of your value. So working on believing that you are worthy and valuable, regardless of what they choose today, tomorrow, or in three years' time from now, is really important work. Another question to ask yourself is, What would them cheating or leaving mean for my future? So many of my clients are terrified of their partner cheating because they don't want to be single, because they have this story that there's no other good partners out there and being single is terrible and that they'd be alone forever. Again, no wonder they're so scared of their partner's free will, because they're making the choices of their partner dictate their entire future fate. Write these thoughts down and really look at them. Each of them are optional ways to think if your partner were to ever cheat or leave. So why are you choosing to think them? How might they not be true? What would someone who believed the opposite say about this? What else could you choose to believe instead? And what would the future version of you want to make it mean instead? 
So most of the time we're scared of them cheating because of what we'd make it mean about also our future. But sometimes it's just the idea of going through emotional pain that really terrifies my clients. So if you imagine it happening in the future and the scariest part to you is just feeling the emotion of grief and sadness, you're not alone with that. We're actually wired to fear negative emotion. So it makes sense that your brain is resistant to ever having to experience emotions like grief or heartbreak or sadness. This is where learning to process and allow your emotions is so important because the more we can allow the sensations of negative emotions, the more we build trust with ourselves to handle any emotion that comes our way. I'll do an episode on processing emotions in a couple of episodes time um, and I'll talk you through what I mean by that. But for now, I just want you to consider what that worst emotion is that you're scared to feel if they were to ever cheat. Consider how it might feel in your body. Have you felt it before? Try and remember how the sensations felt. Your brain will tell you, you can't handle the pain. It will be unbearable. But I promise you that there is no emotion in the world that you can't handle and survive. You could feel grief and survive. You could feel heartbreak and survive. You could feel any sensations of emotional pain and process them and get through to the other side of them. Ask yourself, what if I trusted that I could handle the pain if I ever needed to? What if I believed I was stronger than I gave myself credit for? So remember, feeling trust is an emotion you create with your mind. And it's a gift you give to yourself so you can feel good in your relationship in the present. And embracing the uncertainty of any relationship is a hell of a lot easier when you're able to trust yourself to have your own back. Trust yourself to not be a dick to yourself, to believe in your ability to create new amazing relationships if you ever needed to. I hope this was useful, guys. If it was, please leave me a review and let me know. I would love to hear from you. So head to my Instagram account and drop me a message if you have any thoughts or questions about this podcast. Until next time, have a great rest of the week. If you're loving this podcast, you can also hang out with Rebecca on Instagram and TikTok at Rebecca or Coaching. Don't forget to sign up to her email list for exclusive freebies and for more information on her one-to-one and group coaching programs.